I have come to learn that some people want to make a more real on-ground impact with their lives. They want to experience life hands-on and make a dent in the fabric of society. Hi, my name is Kunal Rao. I am a writer, a comedian, and I find that dramas keep me up at night. I often feel that I have learned more from pop culture than from actual life. mainly because artists have this uncanny ability to identify and capture concepts that we struggle to express into a short cinematic or musical moment in this podcast i take a scene dialogue lyric or moment from a film tv show book or song and explain why it was my favorite bit spoiler alert i may reveal some plot points so please tread with caution Jurassic Park 3 from the original Jurassic Park trilogy was a well presented above average film that did well for a sequel. What I especially enjoyed was the needlessly sensationalist dino scratch Roman numeral 3 in the title showing a commitment to melodrama that the second film Jurassic Park The Lost World did not have. Yes of course the original Jurassic Park part 1 was just wow and it's hard to follow up on a part 1 of any film really but I loved watching those pterodactyls in part 3 just take to the air and create havoc from above because it just added a new dimension to the film I think Jurassic Park 3 is a good film by most standards or I don't know maybe I'm just a sucker for theatrics I don't know The basic plot of Jurassic Park 3 is that Dr. Alan Grant, played by Sam Neill, has been brought on an island by William H. Macy and Taylor Leone's characters to look for their son, who seems to have had a parachute mishap on this island of dinosaurs. What ensues is a quest that is bathed with attacks by raptors, a T-Rex, a mutated hybrid T-Rex with a fin, and other nameless dinosaurs. The film even has a pterodactyl bird cage that the group inadvertently wanders into creating some aerial assault scenes that put Top Gun to shame. Okay, I'm kidding. I take that back. Top Gun is the best. One of the subplots in the film was created when Dr. Grant's assistant, Billy Brennan, played by Alessandro Nivola, steals two raptor eggs because he presumably wanted to just keep them as souvenirs. The eggs were valuable because until now they believed that these dinos were incapable of reproducing right from the start of the film the raptor has been described as the most dangerous animal of all because of their intelligence speed agility and their ability to communicate and coordinate they were so intelligent in fact as stated that they quote would have replaced humans at the top of the food chain end quote The raptor eggs being stolen by Billy led to some great scenes like when the mother raptor traps them to get her eggs back and also dialogues like this Paul Kirby what if they catch us with them Dr Alan Grant what if they catch us without them pause for effect but that dialogue is still not my favorite bit my favorite bit comes towards the second half of the film After the near death experience with the raptors and her eggs, Billy the assistant has an opportunity to redeem himself in the bird cage. He sacrifices his own safety and possibly his life to save the boy and as a result was carried away and presumably killed by pterodactyls. As Dr Grant and the boy Eric float away on a boat to their apparent safety, they have a conversation. Dr Grant 
I was too harsh on Billy. You know, I have a theory that there are two kinds of boys. There are those that want to be astronomers and those that want to be astronauts. The astronomer or the paleontologist gets to study these amazing things from a place of complete safety. Eric, but then you never get to go to space. Dr. Grant, exactly. That's the difference between imagining and seeing. To be able to touch them. And that's, that's all that Billy wanted. Astronomers and astronauts. Such a simple and succinct way of describing our hopes and dreams. I remember instantly falling in love with that line when I heard it. It, it explains so much about people to my naive 22-year-old brain. I, I used to wonder why some people enjoyed the madness and chaos of starting an unpredictable business or creating an unsellable painting or venturing into the mammoth task of writing, filming and releasing an ambitious film like, well, Jurassic Park. <laughs> I don't want to do any of these things. I just want to enjoy the inaction of letting my imagination run wild with moving images being bombarded at my brain so that I can dive into the world of the unknown but in the safety of my head. But I have come to learn that some people want to make a more real on-ground impact with their lives. They want to experience life hands-on and make a dent in the fabric of society. They want to be known for some grand gesture like flying to the moon or creating the next big social media. And this dialogue also stands as a reminder that I am not that person. It's a powerful understanding of the human mind. Two kinds of people, thinkers and doers. It's a tight, efficient insight into who we are and who we can be. Now in the film, there is an implication that as an astronaut, Billy put the group at risk by stealing the eggs, thereby implying that astronauts are horrible people. But I wouldn't go so far as to say that one is better than the other. And in fact, Dr. Grant's very dialogue suggests it. Contrastingly, our current society values doers more than thinkers. But I believe there's no dishonor in wanting to be an astronomer. In fact, I believe astronomers, i.e. thinkers, are an essential part of society. This dialogue about astronomers and astronauts has, uh, has a very special place for me. Like if you look at the two characters, Billy could very well have been accused of being a fool for risking the lives of the entire group by stealing the eggs. But had he made it out alive with the eggs, he would have been a celebrity. What a discovery it would have been. Similarly, Dr. Grant could be seen as this boring person with uh, no sense of adventure, constantly holding people back from their apparent success. Or you can see him as the one sane, logical person who uses caution, care and knowledge to keep the group alive. It just depends on the perspective. Or, well, the scene. Look, there are risk takers who generate progress when they succeed. But they also lose big. And there are the risk-averse, who prefer safety and yet love an intellectual challenge. Many introverts enjoy ideas for the sake of ideas. They relish discussing the theory of everything without ever wanting to take action. And these people are happy. They're, they're also happy to share their thoughts with doers as well. The thinkers 
allow the doers to do better and the doers allow the thinkers to see their theories in action and therefore think better and if you want the tribe to grow you want both of these people because it is the symbiotic relationship between astronomers and astronauts in which progress is made many years later this dialogue helped me understand myself better and help define what i needed to do with my life so the question is what are you an astronaut or an astronomer and that ladies and gentlemen was my favorite bit thank you for listening feel free to share your thoughts with me you can follow me on twitter or instagram at kunal rao and uh, you can share us your insights or thoughts or films books or tv shows that you want me to talk about have a wonderful day do or do not there is no try yoda